What's up, guys? Happy Friday. It's time for another episode of No Tracers. Let's dive in. Welcome to the show. If you've been wondering what goes on behind the closed doors of abandoned places, if you want to know the stories of the people who explore the rot and decay, well, this is the podcast you've been looking for. I'd like to welcome you to No Tracers. All right. What's up, guys? It's Friday. That means it's time for another episode of the No Tracers podcast. Here we talk about urban exploring, whether it be abandoned places, train surfing, rooftoping, all of it. Anything under the urbex umbrella, I am down to chat about. So today on the podcast, I am speaking with another rooftopper. I made it a mission at the end of last year that in 2024, I wanted to kind of expand my uh, urbex vocabulary, if if you will. Uh, I wanted to bring on more diverse explorers from just bandos because I we obviously we love bandos, but there's so much more under the urban exploring umbrella. You've got train surfing, crane climbing, rooftoping. You know, there's so much under that umbrella and I wanted to kind of expand it not only for myself, but for the audience here that listens to No Tracers. And by the way, thank you for listening to the No Tracers podcast. If you like the show, please do me a favor and leave a rating and feedback. It helps the podcast grow. It helps us find a bigger audience of listeners just like you that are also passionate about this hobby. So yeah, please leave a rating and feedback. And uh, if you want to support the show more than just leaving a rating and feedback, I do have two urban exploration photography books. You can pick them up at notracers.com slash shop. If you're interested, I would love to sign them and send them out to you. I just mailed out two of them uh, to two urban explorers, and I'm very excited for them to get those books. Super stoked about that. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of No Tracers. So this week, I have a New York City-based Rooftopper, another one. Last week we had Tact on. This is actually a friend of Tact's. His name is Herb Saxer. You can check him out on Instagram. I'll put his links in the description for you guys. Definitely go check out his photography. It's absolutely killer. And I'm super stoked to have him on the podcast today. It's actually his birthday when we are recording this. So go show him some love. But yes, let's get into this episode. Herb Saxer, welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself and how long you've been exploring to the No Tracers audience. All right. Um. So my name is going to be Danique, Danique, whatever you want to call me, or Herb Sexer. All right. Um. It's your choice. Um. I've been rubbing for about maybe two years by now. Um. And that's pretty much it. I mean, that's a short introduction. You don't need more than that. <laughs> Amazing. So, what got you into exploring in the first place? What made you kind of catch the bug for for doing this uh hobby? This I call it a sport because I, I feel like you got to be a little bit athletic to do this. And uh, yeah. So what what got you into it? All right. So honestly, uh, first I was at, uh, it was taking a while back. I was about eight, 10 years old. Right. I was in my home country. Right. And just found this abandoned house. Right. And I realized there's about an abandoned house on every single block. Right. So I decided to explore all of those abandoned houses. Right. One day I just found this sick house. Right. Had everything inside. And I was like, OK, I want to do this more. And I just started doing it. But then at the time, right, I had to take a pause because I was moving and stuff, mm. right? And when I get to New York, right, afterwards, after everything, um, one day I get this text from my friend. She's like, yo, I found a sick abandoned place down. I'm pretty sure it was on Avenue H. I don't know exactly. But you want to go hit it? I was like, yeah, sure. 
And that's how I kind of started. Then I just met a couple of new people. They just invited me to some proofs and then it just kicked off after that. And just started doing more and more and more, it became like an addiction. And then I just couldn't live without it from that. So, yeah, that's amazing, man. I, I think it it's kind of across the board for urban explorers. It, it does kind of become an addiction over time. You know, like I, I feel yeah, like we're, we're sure. like chasing the next one, the next spot, you know, the next like crazy mission, you know, and for you, yeah. like what makes you keep going back to like abandoned places or hitting roofs? Like what what drives you to do this? Is it the adrenaline? Is it like the freedom? Like, what is it for you? Well, um, what keeps me going back to these places? There's actually three things. One is the adrenaline, as you said, too. It's the experiences you get to to get from it. And let's say it's some hard roof. After you spent so much time trying and trying and trying on it, you just get a sense of enjoyment opening that roof door mm. and the cold wind rushes in your face. It's amazing, right? And last but not least, photography. I enjoy just ha- holding a camera, taking photos of everything. And like people just take photography from down to the from ground level and i just see it as boring in a way mm. sure there's pictures of birds trees this that but i want to see the i want the world to see how i see it from my perspective you know and just that adrenaline that excitement after you get after climbing some sick roof that was like crazy hard to do it's nice it, it really is yeah and, i think um, i think it's kind of like underrated the the rooftoping culture you know like a lot of urban explorers kind of stick to like one thing but i think like rooftoping there's something so special about it but go ahead continue yeah um and as you said it is kind of underrated in a way which i actually disagree i know so many people that just do urbexing and just do roofs and mm. uh what's it called them and abandoned places but at the same time you are right there's not much people that do both and i just tend to do both because with um urban exploration as the vandals part it's also a sick experience i treat it as a museum you know you're yeah. going in it's a bando with everything left, like books, logs, everything. Like everything is inside the bando. And just like a museum, you're just, it's all in front of you. It's a very interactive way. Same as roofs. You go up, you get to envision the city. You get to envision New York City as nobody sees it before. Like you go, you, you go on the, let's say Rockefeller Center, right? Top of the rock. It's nice and all, but at, at the same time, you're not free. You're locked in the cage there. Yeah. So... When you're out and about, like 600 feet up in the air, it's amazing. Yeah, dude. So really I, I have yet to hit anything in New York City, like bandos or roofs or anything. I just, I'm not there enough. I only go there for like work. I'm a videographer by trade. So some of my clients are up in New York City which and it's cool, but I, I haven't gotten to see it from the perspective that you see it. You know what I mean? And it's like, I see the photos on Instagram of the the New York rooftoppers and it's like, damn, like that is another side of the New York City that people don't normally get to see. And for you, like, do you have like a certain type of building that you prefer hitting, whether it be like a, a corporate building, a hotel? Like, is there like a specific is there one that's like, I guess, easier to access than others? Well, with that, I would say it's the easiest to access, right, is my opinion, is hotels, right? Of course. Mm, yeah. Um, there's so much people coming in and out every yeah. day. There's people moving in. So the lobby is going to be pretty easy either way, no matter how you look at it, right? Mm-hmm. But at the same time with hotels, a lot of the times they are risky, right? Because there's way, there's since there's, since as I just said, there's people coming in and out. There's more cameras, stuff like that. But overall, I would, pref- I would say I prefer to hit offices. 
because it feels even more rewarding after you get through the lobby in an office, after you make that appointment, after you talk your way in, <laughs> after you get up to the roof of the office, right? I hit like alliance with tact and sweat. Yeah. Like that was insane in my opinion. It's like a roof nobody's done before. And, like just a cool feeling to have. So to answer your question, I prefer offices as a building, but the easiest building buildings to do are hotels. Got it. Got it. Yeah, it's it's so cool. Like the more I kind of immerse myself into that community, the the roofing community, roof shopping community, the more I am finding that you guys kind of all know each other. Because I, I feel like within the umbrella of urban exploring, I think that uh, rooftoppers are like kind of a smaller group because it is more like high risk and it's like a little it's more difficult to get into those spots and so i think a lot of people kind of opt for the i I don't want to say easier side of urban exploring but i mean let's be honest abandoned buildings are a little bit easier to hit than uh an active building you know so i I think it's interesting that you guys kind of all like kind of know each other at least know of of each other you know it's it's rad it's super rad yeah no i i get to me i remember one day I just got done. We just got down from the building, right? We all know each other. Like, this guy just mm-hmm. noticed me. I noticed he was an urban too. He's like, oh, you're urban sector, this, that. Like, people, everybody knows, everybody knows each other. He said it's a way smaller community than the actual bandos part. Yeah. It's just a link, right? Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Um, So you've done roofs, and I, I assume, like, your, your levels of, like, risk-taking for that are, like, uh maybe a little bit different than hitting a bando so my next question is do you have any urban exploration injury stories that you can share injury stories yeah well honestly thankfully i haven't had anything serious happen to me right it's mm-hmm. mostly just cuts and scratches from let's say let's see if i'm gonna ban some rust right yes yep. cuts mm-hmm. like get, clean that up it's okay i've never had anything like i would say serious from bandos thankfully nor roofs it was nothing, no injuries. Okay. Almost like slip this, that. Yeah, sure. Like a small slip here and there, but like no act, active injuries. No, thank God for now. Good, 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 good. I love that. I love hearing that, man. I've, I mean, on this show, I've heard some crazy shit, you know, especially like the abandoned side. Like, I've, I mean, we've heard literally everything falling through floors, uh, seeing a friend get impaled on a fence. Like, dude, it's been just insane. Some of the stuff that I've heard on this show, but I'm glad that you've been, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you've remained relatively unscathed in that, that side of it. Um, for you, when did you first pick up a camera? Like when did photography come into your life? Well, with cameras, I, the first camera I ever have, and I still have is a Nikon 5, the 5200, right? Okay. I just picked it up for my mom's friends, but I, I was enjoying photography way before that, right? I was just doing amateur phone photography, nothing mm-hmm. like serious. I just, I just wanted to have one, right? Like about a year back, I was just trying to have fun with Airbex, right? Just, I didn't really care about the photo side of it. Sure. But since I picked up a camera, since I actually started getting into the photography scheme of it, it's been amazing, honestly. It's, nice. when I got my camera, it was about maybe, I don't know, like eight months ago. And from okay. that, it just, it just got better and better and better, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And the, and the more you use it, the the better it's going to get, you know, like that's the that's yeah, the exciting thing about photography is that you there is room to grow, like so much room to grow. I've been doing photography and video for over a decade now, you know, as my job and, you know, as a hobby as well. And 
I even still I'm improving and it's, you know, I've, like I said, yeah. been doing it for more than a decade. So it's not like there's not like a ceiling. You can just like keep creating and you can keep finding new ideas and new angles and new perspectives. And it's it's been so cool to be like a photographer that also loves urban exploring. I think it's absolutely amazing. Um, have you ever gotten permission to explore a place? Permission. No, I've never like I've tried like once I've tried like saying, hey, I'm a I'm a I'm a school photographer. This okay. is for a school project. Yeah. This is that I try to I try to pull that bullshit off. It didn't work. Like, no, private no. residence. You can't you can't even take photos inside of here. Oh, I've tried geez. it. I know people have done it before, right? I know it's doable, but yeah. me personally, no, never have got it. Got it, like got that. It. No. Got it. Okay. Uh so how about your like scariest moment exploring or like your I guess like riskiest moment exploring? Well, um it was actually not that long ago, right? Um I know this might sound generic, but I don't I don't climb cranes that much, right? And yeah. I decided to oh, one day I just said, okay, I'm tired of not climb. I want to climb a crane, right? <laughs> and I decided to, like I climbed it. And like like I remember when I was going heading down from the gym, right? Yeah, I kind of slipped, like slipped down it, uh. and I was kind of practically holding myself up, right? I know it doesn't sound like insane from what all these people are no, doing. No, dude, it's insane. Like, <laughs> like I was, I was just, I was just that was like it was insane for me because I've never had to experience anything like that. Yeah, like I don't enjoy dangling down for buildings <laughs> as much as just enjoying the building themselves, right? Yeah, yeah. Like I'm not that type of guy that. Is gonna risk their life for some for Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so that was probably one of my close death experiences. Yeah. But otherwise, that like when I was in a band though before, I just heard like create some banging noises. I go up there, there's nothing there. Like I don't know, if it was just bando noises or it was just something yeah, paranormal. Yeah. Yeah, homeless yeah. person raccoon. I don't know what it was, but that was just a little eerie, but nothing okay. too serious. Got you, got you. Yeah. Uh I remember when I did my first crane. I, I don't really do cranes or any of that stuff. I just like I would love to. I just like I don't know the first thing about getting into like a construction you know what I mean? Like but I was yeah, uh, yeah. I was uh, exploring a nuclear plant uh, here in the States and this band had like rented it out to shoot some music videos because they still have like a caretaker for the property. And uh, they called me and they were like, yo, we know you love exploring abandoned places. This place is completely abandoned other than like, you know, the power's still on and stuff. But like I got to go in the cooling tower of the like nuclear plant, which was cool. But they had this crane in there and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to climb this thing because, you know, whatever I'm just hanging out shooting some behind the scenes for the band and whatever so climb this crane and on my way up i was like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> but i loved it it was sick you know the photos from the top are sick i sat in the little like cockpit whatever it's called booth. the yeah, yeah, yeah. the booth yeah. yeah it was super cool That's... and you know it was it was rad i climbed up on top of it and it, it was sick but I, at the same time i was like what the fuck like if i fall i'm i'm do toast done <laughs> done for yeah that's that's honestly, uh, that's honestly what keeps me going. It keeps me from going safe, you know. When I yeah. have that understanding, like saying, "Okay, oh for sure." If I, I, I don't have another chance. If I bust my ass, I bust my ass for good. Yeah. Like, yep. Absolutely. That's um, what keeps you safe in the way. Exactly. Exactly. That healthy dose of of fear, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, if you had to like estimate how many pins do you have on your map 
like of like locations and stuff. If I had to estimate, well, that I've hit or like the that I just just have in hit, general, so like, the, just that you have. I honestly don't know. Let me let me think, cause I have these like I have this in my room. I have this photo wall, right, of, of like uh -huh. a lot of my photos. Sick. So let me just get a little perspective of it. Yeah. <laughs> it's around I'd say one fifty two hundred. Okay. I don't know for sure. I, I don't really like check that much. I just yeah. just pin it. Kind of forget about it, you know. Yeah. And yep. just come back for one thing. Like, okay, I want to hit this. Let's go. That's sick, dude. Yeah, I mean, I love my my kind of like favorite thing when I'm like driving around is like you see a spot i just like because you're driving it oh, yeah, take, sure. take like a take a screenshot of the the like area and like there's a spot there you know and i ha then i have to like remember like what was that you know it's like i don't have time to like type yeah. it into my phone and shit but um yeah overall do you yeah, have, have oh go ahead go ahead oh sorry no you're good like i just have spots like i drive by right i just have spots from like i don't even like not even there else like states and i have spots in like I, I was driving by texas one day yeah like, with my buddies right and like just spin the spot there and just have it so i have like i have spots all around but like i cool. just unfortunately you can't you can't just go there right yeah yeah you yeah can't. yeah yeah it's it, it'd be saying, like that sorry, you no you're good you're good I was gonna ask, like, do you have an overall favorite exploration story, like over, like a like one that like really stands out to you? One that really stands out to me. Hmm. A lot of them do stand out in its own way. Sure. But let me. I'll say probably my uh, first, not not my first, like my third or second crane climb, right? Mm -hmm. Um, it was Tribeca Crane, right? Wow. So we get up there, right? And we hear, like, when we're in the circus, we heard footsteps going up, right? Okay. And, like, just going above us. And we were confused who it was, but, like, we just we didn't bat an eye, right? We get up, right? I don't know if you're familiar with this guy, but his name is EMT. Yeah, of course. He's, he's all over right? on the roofs and, yeah, yeah. I yeah, know. yeah. So, we pop up, and then he's like, hey, guys. And we, and we got to meet him, right? Wow. He's an amazing guy. I have his photo, like, right here on the crane. Sick. He climbed the gym. It was raining. It was foggy. Oh my god! It was, it, was, it was like it was the perfect conditions for cranes. Yeah. Right. I just love fog, and it was just a cool moment to share. It was about a year ago. Wow. It was just a cool moment to share to meet the guy. Yeah. Um, I've had I've definitely had a lot of stories that just that's just the first thing when I think of, like, if anybody asks me that. Yeah, that's cool, man. That's super rad. Like running into other explorers, like while you're in the middle of exploring, is so cool. And for it to be, you know, yeah. him to be like one of the I guess like most well-known, you know, climbers, yeah, uh, it is super cool. Yeah. It's like, you know, ENT and then there's like drifter shoots, you know, there's like the token names that, you know, in the, in the community. Um, yeah. so what do you do when you're not exploring abandoned places or hitting roofs? Like what's your kind of like normal everyday life? Like, um, honestly, I, I play basketball a lot, right. That's okay. one of my, right. I specialize in that. I play I, I mean, just normal kid stuff. I go to school, play basketball, yeah. Um, go around with my friends. Sometimes go to a party here and there. Cool. Like just normal stuff. Like I, I just tend to just chill out in my house, watch watching YouTube. I don't know. Yeah, you know, I get it. I love watch it. I love it. Uh, so what does your family think of what you do? <laughs> well, um, my I have a photo wall with a lot of my right. pictures on it. Yeah. So. My mom knows that I do bandos, right? She's like, yeah. she's okay with it, right? She's okay. like, okay, that's cool. 
Like she enjo- like she likes the photos, right? Sure. She likes the photos of everything. But I just tend to say whenever I want to put up a picture over here, or like when I'm on a show or something, I just tell her it was before. Oh yeah. Okay. And she like, like, and she like, I don't know. And she's like, okay, that's cool. And like she she like she doesn't approve of it now, right? Sure, sure. She like if she found out that on roofs, she's gonna be pretty pissed off at me after all of this. Yeah. Right. And. She, she just takes it as like she doesn't like it but yeah she knows i've done it and i do yeah. bandos and i just I got every single time i go <laughs> that's amazing dude yeah my i i hit uh some roofs recently in st louis and you know my mom saw some of the pictures and she was like what the fuck are you <laughs> sorry <laughs> sorry about it i don't know what to tell you yeah i already did it like i'm not act- doing it right this second but i already did it it's done <laughs> i'm alive yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh. So yeah. uh, what do you hope for the future of urban exploring? Honestly, I hope just for the roots hopping community to be a little bit more together, right? Because mm. there's it seems like there's just so many rules for something illegal, right? <laughs> and like I hope yeah. Like that that just that's just so it's like so confusing silly. to me. Yeah, yeah. Like there's rules to something yeah. <laughs> that's illegal, which I understand, which is preserving spots, yes. keeping roofs. All yeah. of that is amazing, right? I I totally agree with that. But I just wish that there's less drama within oh the Airbex community in general. Because yeah. one guy hits something, he posted the next day. Some guy's not going to like it. He's going to yeah. start problems with him. And it's just a little avalanche. And I hate all of that drama. Right? Yeah. I yeah, absolutely yeah. hate it. I want it to stop. Yeah. Like, it's useless. I don't know why we're arguing about an illegal, illegal yeah. hobby. It's too much arguments. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. It's like uh, it's like the Twitter thing, you know, like everybody on Twitter has some shit to say all the time about everything. And it's like, dude, just let people yeah. do what they do. Like, Jesus, it's it's I agree with you. You know, in the Urbex community, the drama is so crazy. And like you post a, a freaking video and they're like, oh, God, did somebody posted a video, you know, like youtube is inferior like (laughs) it's so funny it's it's so silly but yeah i agree with you um so okay this section of the show i have my previous guests ask my future guests questions so we'll Uh start with with your boy tact so his question is what was your wildest security encounter oh security encounter yeah yeah like when you got away or you got arrested about it. either like, just the craziest one? shit all right so one day right i was just uh, with one of my friends right we we just got done with this roof right we're just chilling we're waiting for the sunset right yeah we're waiting for the sunset ironically the precinct was right next to the building right the p- precinct was right below oh my god right and we got like we're hitting it. We're we're in the we're in the middle of it. We're waiting for sunset, right? I was rolling up a blunt. And we we're about to smoke this that, yeah, right? Yeah. And basically, a lady comes up, right? I I remember like it was yesterday. She's like, "Hello, who's here?" Blah blah. blah because we left the hat, right? <laughs> yeah. And because the door wasn't closing, like it oh, closed yeah. on us. Yeah. Later, I found out on the roof the other door was open, but like uh, we just didn't know about it. Of course. It, so. I get in, like, I get, we are like, okay, whatever. We can't do anything about it. So we're like, hey, and she's like, I'm calling the police, blah, 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 right? We get down to the lobby, right? They try to, 
they try to like hold us right yeah and i yeah. and i start running right i run <laughs> there's this like guy right in front of me right and i have a choice either to stop for like it was security right yeah. it was and i pushed them away i just pushed them away i i was it wasn't the day right <laughs> i i did i just pushed them there was like there was literally two cops on foot walking towards the building i see oh. them they start yelling and screaming we just we ran we oh got into the train station got in and we got out that's not it's one of the craziest that's one see, of the craziest problem that's the thing about new york city if you know that place you can disappear quick oh yeah for sure it's so sick it, you know at it's the not same like, time uh, go ahead to give nypd the props if yeah, yeah. the nypd wants to catch your ass oh they'll catch you for sure oh yeah they'll catch you the amount of like i gotta just give them give them the thing that they they have they're more powerful than some of the armies in this in the world oh right? my god yeah they I mean, the amount of technology they yeah, have the amount yep. of, if, you, if you really if you fuck with the gov if you fuck with new york city if you do some stuff that the cops really don't like they're gonna find you oh, that's yeah. the scary part yeah so yeah. you like there's all these stores with these kids driving trains this that yeah all right they find them the next day in the next week if they really need to so that's what's scary about it in my opinion yeah yeah like every like if you go back even a year it wasn't this bad like it really wasn't people treat urbex as like a oh uh, what's it called i forgot what it's called i don't know they treat it like like um like a trend there you go they treat it like oh yeah something yeah. cool yeah like they treat it like okay if i do this i'm cool yeah, like, yeah. No, you're yep. not. Like yep. you're not. You're surfing trains and hitting three-story buildings and calling yourself an urbexer. Yeah. <laughs> that makes no sense. Yeah. Oh yeah. Right. I totally get you. Yeah. It's it's like the the TikTok trend to like do that shit. Yeah. And it's like uh yeah. you you we are different, you know, we are not the same, you know. And and it's like uh yeah. the other thing about like TikTok that I'll say is like a lot of those kids that are posting shit on TikTok are like going in and filming themselves literally destroy these places. And it's like that's not why we do this. Yeah. No. Like I remember I was in this place, right? In this church, right? Yeah. Um, and it was insane, right? And I just see so much plates there, right? Just glass plates. And oh, I yeah. imagined myself get like I imagine kids if kids find out about that spot, that's why mm -hmm. they love that's what I love about gatekeeping, right? Why you need to do it. They some kids would just go on that church and smash all those plates. Yeah. For fun. Yeah. Like, okay. I'm not gonna lie, smashing plates is fun in a way, right? But <laughs> go like, to a fucking rage time, room, going, like yeah, right. But it's, just go to a rage room instead of doing it in a you yeah. call it a museum. Yeah, this, exactly. Like, that's what I treated as. Yeah, absolutely, man. I I completely agree with you. And you know, you said that at the beginning of the show that it's like uh, going to a museum for you, and I agree. It's the same. I get yeah. the same feeling out of it. You know, it's like we go into these untouched places that a lot of people will never get to see like the general public, you know, like a lot of people are never going to see these, this side of, yeah. of society, the side of, you know, the world. And I think that we, we need to like cherish it and respect it as much as possible. So, I mean, the, the people that are destroying shit, it just like, it drives me insane. And I know that, that I'm yeah. speaking for like the whole community when I say that, you know? And um, so my last question for you is what is something, you know, now, that you wish you knew when you started exploring? Um, be careful with spots. Don't hand them out like it's cupcakes, like it's cookies. Just don't gatekeep, 
right? Be more professional in situations, right? Before I thought covering your face when you go inside a building is smart, right? Right. And that's ultimately how I get kicked out of multiple, all of them. I just put on a mask, like just a surgical mask and I go inside acting like it's nothing, right? And it's just like, it's it's dumb in my opinion, right? Yeah. Now yeah. when I hit Ruth, like, and I used to give away spots, like, okay, you want a spot? Sure, come with me. Now I don't do that, mm-hmm. right? Which I wish I knew. Also, I wish I knew to not mess around because I remember when I, it was my actually my third time hitting something cool, right? And ironically, it was the biggest building in New York City. And we decided to, sp- I decided, we decided to spare fire extinguisher inside of it. That oh. got the community mad, which is understandable, right? Yeah. Of yeah. course, you're spraying the fire extinguisher in a building. Yeah. It's like a thousand footer. And like, I just wish I knew to not fuck around too much. Yeah. Yep. There's like a, there's a level between fuck around and like get shit done. Yeah. I got you. I totally agree. I mean, I've done the same shit. I let off a fire extinguisher in an abandoned warehouse once, you know, and then I was like, oh, I probably shouldn't have done that. You know, it's like, uh, yeah, we, we all do the dumb shit, especially when we're like younger, like starting out kind of shit, you know, like nobody tells us there is no yeah. like written rule book. I did make a guidebook for how to explore abandoned places, but that's beside the point. There's no like community made rule book for doing this. So it's like, you have to learn along the way. Um, and that's the only way to learn is by making mistakes, you know? So like you learn from yeah. those mistakes over time and get better at it. And then we can pass on that knowledge to the new people. And that's why, like I made this podcast is to pass on these tips and tell these stories and stuff. And it's been really cool. And so I appreciate you coming on here today. If people want to keep following your journey into decay onto roofs, uh, let them know where they can find you online. Uh, tell them your social media. All right. Um. Well, honestly, I, I mostly you post on it on Instagram or at Herb Sex Room. Don't mind the username. I always say that it's just an inside joke. Got just it. Kept it. It's gonna be at Herb Sexer. Um. If you want, give me a follow. I don't really care about followers. I just care about Herbex. I enjoy it with with or without followers. So that was yet another episode of the No Tracers podcast. We're kicking off 2024, man. We are having a good time doing it. Thank you guys so much for not only listening to this podcast, but for actually checking out the new No Tracers Urbex YouTube channel. We're almost at a thousand subscribers. Thank you guys so much for supporting over there. If you do want to see my video content from the abandoned places that I explore, if you want to see more photography from the people that I have on the show, head over to No Tracers Urbex on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and I look forward to exploring a lot more in 2024 and bringing you guys some awesome stuff to watch and view. If you're not following me on Instagram, it's no.tracers and TikTok is no tracers. Twitter is no tracers. Facebook is no tracers. Uh, Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Be sure to give Herb Sexer a follow on Instagram. Check out his stuff. He's super fucking cool. And I'm going to be in New York in February. And so I'm hoping to meet up with some of these guys if I have some extra time, which unlikely because I'm going to be there for like 72 hours doing some video work for a client. But if I have a spare hour or two, maybe we can hit a roof or something. But yeah, super stoked about this podcast. Thank you for listening again. My name's Kay. I'm known as No Tracers, and I will talk to you guys next Friday for another episode. Stay strong, keep enduring, go out, go explore something, and remember, leave no trace.